Hello, dear listener, it's John. This past weekend, Hurricane Fiona slammed into the Atlantic Canadian provinces and caused widespread devastation. This was one of the most destructive storms in the history of Nova Scotia, which is where Paul and I grew up. It has blocked roads with downed trees, caused injury, crippled communications, and left nearly half a million people without power. One of those people is Paul, which is why I'm the guy recording this. Restoring power, services, and daily life will be a grueling process in the weeks and months to come, but you can help. Until October 25th, any donations made to the Canadian Red Cross Fiona Appeal will be matched by the federal government. I know it's a lot to ask people to give, especially these days, but anything you donate helps twofold. Even if you can only give $5, you'll actually be giving $10. Every little bit truly helps. Please visit redcross.ca for more information. And now, on with the show. Autobots transform! Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. <laughs> Today it is episode 21 of Transformers Armada. It is decisive battle. This episode was written by Asao Shizuya, and the last time on Transformers Armada, a new Autobot joined the team, and his name is Blur, and he's too cool to talk to you. And in this episode, it's a meteor! Yep, it's about to hit the moon and destroy the Decepticons forever, but Megatron uses the Sky Boom shield to stop it because he's fucking Megatron. On that so yeah it's a pretty epic shot of this thing just basically disintegrating as it hits the shield yeah just and now it's time for their decisive battle against the autobots so he said the name of the episode <laughs> sideways thinks megatron should learn how to use the shield first because you know stopping a fucking meteor with it is just you know basic stuff anyone can do that yeah. and then megatron laughs aha ha ha aha opening bumper <laughs> And when we come back, the Autobots have the obstacle course set up, I guess, and Hot Shot's running between beams hanging from the ceiling while the Megons are, like, throwing high beams and cinder blocks yeah. and shit down at them. Yeah, they're obstacle course, and it's it's just madness, but Hot Shot gets through all this craziness and runs up to grab a flag, but Blur beats him there. Yep, just zooms past, grabs it first, and the kids have been watching all this from a balcony and... Blur calls Fred a badass, basically. <laughs> yeah, we're really taking, like, they're starting to lean heavy into mocking Fred. Yeah, and th well, then Smokescreen comes in and he's hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, can I try that, too? And Blur's like, nah, you're too old and slow. We don't want to embarrass you by letting you try. And and I think right here, this is why this should have been Ironhide. Yeah. he's going to do it anyway, and he hits every fucking beam on the way. The Minicons hit him with everything they throw, and he still does it faster than hotshot did do you know what we should do when we do the uh caesar the series wrap-up whatever we should like rename the transformers and see how close our lists line up because this guy just totally yeah you're fast but i did it anyway like, yeah exactly you like them apples and in fact he does it faster i think than hotshot could do yeah. it and he got it so smokescreen shits on hotshot then but didn't we like end the last episode with smokescreen saying okay i'm gonna be nice to everybody or, or blur rather, blur, yeah. well yeah well, i'm sorry. gonna be nice to everybody yeah he's he's kind of a dick to everybody in this one again, but again. now Megatron's on the phone and Optimus calls everyone into the office to listen to it and Megatron says it's time to end this war once and for all. And Optimus says, I have no choice but to accept the challenge because of my sworn duty or something. Yeah, but rather than like in Heavy Metal War where it's going to be one-on-one, -on -one, it's not one-on-one. -on -one. It's, you know, both sides versus all the other side. Yeah. 
Uh, and so Smokescreen's excited to join this, and then Blur's like, oh, you're too old and fat and stupid to join. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Scavenger finally steps up, and he's like, dude, we're a team. Smarten up. Yeah, exactly. And the Autobots move out, and we get the launch sequence again. So yeah. if they're using that to burn time, hopefully we don't have a 29-minute ending like the last episode. <laughs> so we go to wherever the location is, and the Decepticons are already there. Megatron has the uh, boom, what is it? The Sky Boom Shield. Yep, and he's got the Star Saber, and he's going to tell us that in a second. And then <laughs> the uh, the Autobots drive up. Well, did you notice, again, there's a really long focus on sideways for some reason. Well, Megatron's talking, but... Yes. Yeah, Megatron gets right to the point. He forms the Star Saber, and we get the long animation of that happening. So, again, the burning time, I guess. Then he calls the Sky Boom Shield the Star Saber, even though he just <laughs> called the Star Saber the Star Saber, <laughs> and that thing forms. And then all the Autobots, like, there's a lot of uh, shit talk with both sides, and then all the Autobots, um, oh, oh, no, D uh, Demolisher goes to uh, shoot the Autobots, and Megatron says, no, 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 I got this one, <laughs> yes, and then the Autobots open fire, and for whatever reason, they all just shoot at the shield. Yes, they're aiming at the shield. Like, have you never played any of these fucking games where the guy's got the shield coming at you, and you get to shoot his feet, or you get to shoot, like, the little tiny piece of his head you can see sticking out, or or maybe his gun, yeah. Yeah, and his feet and a tiny piece of his head and his, like, right flank are all exposed. But in some shots, the shield covers 10% of his body. Like, that's it. I know. Yeah. Stop aiming at the shield. Yeah, really. So then all the uh, Decepticons, they open fire everywhere uh, on the Autobots. And we basically now we have an episode that is going to be one big fight. Yeah, it's a good old fight. And back at the base, the kids are watching this and the stress is giving Fred a rash, I think he says. And <laughs> Rad thinks the Autobots should try to capture the Star Saber Sword. He keeps calling it the Star Saber Sword because he thinks Saber is an adjective, I guess. Or the shield, as though the Autobots wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, and yeah, he explains that, oh, they have have to win or they're going to lose. <laughs> <sighs> but then Megatron manages to slash Optimus's arm and oh, Blur and Hotshot transform to come help, but Cyclonus and Starscream transform and start flying up behind them and commercial break. Do you find yourself in need of a hastily excavated and then promptly filled with concrete hole in the ground? Then you should call Lou's No Questions Asked Excavation and Concrete Delivery Service. You give me a call, we'll come by and dig a hole, put the dirt out of the way for you, and we'll break for lunch, give you some time to do what you gotta do. I don't judge. And then we come back, fill it up with cement, and boom, we never heard of you. Visit Lou's No Questions Asked Excavation and Concrete Delivery Service at www, then a dot, then Lewis Paskapiskapowski Enterprises, then another dot, then job. So remember, lose no questions asked excavation and concrete delivery service. Proudly working at a local 78-78-78-8 since Thursday! Goddamn awning fell on me again! I'm glad that you said they saw Optimus, Hotshot, and Blur, that is, because before the commercial break, I just, it looked like they saw something in the desert, and they were like, let's go! They drove off, and I thought, I don't, I don't care enough to figure out what that is, but it was Optimus <laughs> and Megatron. Um, so, uh, Starscream and Cyclonus are following them, and they open fire on Hotshot and Blur, and this I really like. Hotshot takes cover, 
Blur power links with Incinerator and then takes cover ahead of Hotshot, and they start this process of like one of them provides cover for the other, fires at the Decepticons, and then yeah. the other advances, and then they switch roles, and that was really tactical and cool. Oh, it was awesome. And Scavenger sees this from a distance, and he's like, oh, I'm glad to see them working as a team, finally. Finally, after one episode. And then <laughs> Smokescreen makes Frankenstein noises. He's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, I get that they had set it up, oh, he thinks he's old and he can't help, and but yeah, he just, every time they go to him until he has this big moment at the end, he's just, it's like you said, it's Frankenstein, it's just looking at him grimacing going which is more <laughs> evidence that he bad. should be ironhide <laughs> yeah but yeah he grabs a boulder with his crane arm i guess and just uses it like a sling it looked like and it looks like it goes behind him and it lands next to demolisher who just kind of looks at it yeah, which i think he did when he had his first reveal coming into the show and he was protecting the kids or something like it he was throwing people around something anyway he um we go back to starscream who power links with swindle and blasts hot shot and blur kaboom oh yeah it's like his null ray whatever they call it but uh demolisher notices this as does sideways who starts growling so what's up with him and then he transforms and zooms off but red alert just bullseyes him yeah i i don't get Red Alert even says that was a dumb move. Why would he do that? Because yeah, he just drove. Why would he do something so stupid? Like, he says, yeah. obviously he's going to change sides and like, like you know, the guy a mile away knows that one. <laughs> but it's it, it. I don't get what his plan was here. Go out and get shot. Pretty much, yeah. And then it's more shots of Hot Shot and Blur getting blasted by Starscream, cut with shots of Smokescreen's face, and then that's fucking it. He can't stand it no more. He links with Liftor. <laughs> I wrote the exact same thing in my notes. He can't stand it. <laughs> he links with Liftor and transforms his crane arm into the fucking railgun again. Hey, could you say this is his boom stick? Because it's the boom on the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I will go judges. Yep, there we go. Uh, so he takes out Starscream. Then um, Demolisher watching... Well, he fires at Starscream and Cyclonus, but he hits Starscream. Um, and then Demolisher rolls a boulder at Smokescreen, who doesn't know how to turn left or right. You said it's the something-something school of running away from uh, The things, Prometheus right? school of running That's away from was, things. Yeah. I wrote down it's Indiana Jones runs from it. John has another name for it. But it's not like Smokescreen's in a tunnel. Yes, exactly. He I think he dodges it. Somehow yeah. he gets pinned yeah, under. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then Cyclonus is about to shoot Smokescreen, I think, and somebody shoots him. <gasps> Who could it be? It's sideways. Yes, it turns out it was him, and he's going to leave the rest up to the Autobots. And back with Megatron, it's blindfold and cigarette time for Optimus. But then Hotshot and Blur zoom in and start doing the Stunticons bit, basically zooming around him, which <laughs> distracts Megatron enough that Optimus can grab the shield. Yeah, so he grabs it. I don't know if he drops it, like, because they fight over it. I don't know if he drops it or tosses it, but it goes down a crevasse. And then Megatron is pissed off, so he comes in with the Star saber shouting before he drops it though megatron slashes at optimus to get the, the thing free from him oh, and the shield goes it? flying and i thought it would have been awesome if megatron realizes he accidentally cut off his own hand 
Like, but, but no, that doesn't. That would have been actually pretty good. But yeah, but uh, when Megatron goes to slash him again, Sparkplug jumps out onto Optimus's chest, like, whoa! Yeah, and Megatron stops for some reason. Like, he should have just kept going and cut through Sparkplug and then through Optimus. Yeah. Oh, and also, Sparkplug, I'm doubling down, Sparkplug should have been called Bumblebee. He looks like Bumblebee. Well, exactly, except he does something that's very unlike Bumblebee, at least in the last few iterations of him. In English, rather than Microcon-ish, he Microcon, said, uh, Microcon, Minicon-ish, he says, lock onto shield, and the Sky Boom shield starts glowing. Yeah, and even Optimus is like, what? Like, none <laughs> of them expected him to talk. Uh, so, yeah, the Boom Boom, uh, Sky Boom shield uh, glows, and it floats up to block the Star Saber as Megatron swings it. Well, yeah, because we were told before, this is the only thing that can block the Star Saber. And mm-hmm. Then, when the two things hit... A beam of energy shoots into the sky up from them. Do you know what would be funny? If the, the Boom Boom shield was the only thing that could block the Star Saber, but it couldn't actually block anything else. Like a <laughs> gust of wind would knock you over if you're holding the thing. But if it's specifically the Star Saber, you're good. Yep, that's the only thing. And back at the base, the kids figure out that it's the same thing that happened when Rad and Carlos found Highwire, this beam of light. I assume. Yep. They assume it's the same thing. And of course, their assumptions are... Are 100% correct. And it will make an ass of you and me. Shout out to Mrs. Tedford right there, my grade 7 English teacher. But uh, back with Megatron, even though the shield is sitting there stuck in the ground between them, and he could easily just reach out and pick it up, he admits God. defeat and teleports away. Ooh, so Scavenger compliments Smokescreen on turning the tide of the battle, and then he, this was where I was like, okay, I think they're resolving a storyline that I didn't really pick up on, that he's old and felt useless. Yeah. And then Rad has a voiceover, and he he wonders about the light they saw and he repeats everything we just heard and I have grown to detest the sound of that child's voice. Megatron uses a shield to stop a meteor as big as he is. Yep, I'm taking the obvious one today, and yes, I know we did this before, but I changed it a bit. That's a Mitch Hedberg reference. Go outside, get a rock about 60 feet in diameter, then figure out a way to throw it at something at 150,000 miles an hour. Don't ask me how you do it, I didn't go to school for that. But I know what had fucking happened once it hit something. Look at the moon! That's why the moon is covered in craters. Billions of years of shit slamming into an essentially geologically dead world at ridiculous speed, without an atmosphere to slow it down or burn it up a bit. When a meteor hits the moon, it doesn't fuck around. Now, it's Megatron, I'm willing to give Megatron and to some extent Optimus a buy on stuff like this, and it is some mystical super shield, but why would he test the thing out with something that could go so catastrophically wrong if it didn't work. We, we saw at the end of this one that the shield does its job just fine, whether or not someone's holding it. Just strap it to the roof of your ship and get as far away as you can and watch from there. If it works, great. If not, well, at least you're still alive. And how did he even have time to raise the shield? By the time you saw something that size coming at you that goddamn fast, you'd have less than a second to deal with it. There'd be no, I say, chaps, there's no... Here we are at the end of another episode of To Fin Piss. We watched Decisive Battle. Paul, what did you think of Decisive Battle? Action, action, action. It was... It wasn't a 10 out of 10 for sure, but th- this one's... Th- this is a solid 7 for sure. Yeah, it was... Far my notes- less kids than the last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, them watching on monitors is one of the biggest wastes of time in this show. But my notes for this part just said this episode had almost no story and was an excuse for a couple cool combat set pieces. And I'm happy with that. Yeah, exactly. I will take it. <laughs> and and now 
were kind of questioning whose side is sideways really on because he started out as an Autobot, then he went to the Decepticons, then he shoots down Cyclonus. What's his deal? Yeah, and it's not like he had a plan. He was like, I'll just leave it up to you guys now. So, I don't know, maybe he's going to regret going to the Decepticons. Because even when, do you remember a few episodes ago, Megatron was like, I have the Star Saber, and now I'm going to test it by killing one of you. Yeah. Sideways was off to the side going, this guy's an idiot. So maybe he's just, you know. And then all the close-ups of his face when Megatron's talking in the last one. Yeah, like, what's... Something's brewing here. Yeah, something is brewing. It. I hope it makes more sense than the scavenger bit where Optimus says, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, he was working for me the whole time." <laughs> uh, the next the episode, way. Paul and I are going to review is Val. If you want to marry one of us, you can find us on <laughs> Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P McPherson One. Both of us insist that you sign a prenup first. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Campbell's on there if you want to say hi to him. And tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. And uh, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app. You can tell all your friends that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Uh-huh.